to another episode of the UFO Thinker podcast. Uh, my name's Frank and a uh, bit of a bit of a shorter one today, just a little summary of my thoughts about the uh, the UAP task force report and probably a few other random thoughts thrown in there for good measure as well. And we'll get back to the the scheduled programming um next week with uh, some regular podcasts again. But yeah, obviously, wow, what a crazy day that was. I mean, that was that was a wild roller coaster. I mean, a few people on Twitter I saw posting saying it's a little bit like when you're a kid and it's Christmas. But man, it really was. I mean, I was super excited. Woke up in the morning and and then there was kind of the few people casting doubt on whether or not the report was even going to come out. And then somebody said, um, "Oh, it's going to be out in in the next hour." And then oh, you know, checking your Twitter feed every two minutes. And and then it turned out like three hours later, the report still wasn't out. And, you, and then I saw. George Knapp saying don't count on it being out today and I was thinking oh does he know something that we don't maybe it's not coming out today after all and and then obviously in the end it came out and yeah it was just a crazy roller coaster of ups and downs um but you know really really exciting fantastic news for anybody who's really trying to get to the bottom of of what's actually going on in this topic and um so getting to the actual report itself then I mean first off obviously slightly disappointing that it's only nine pages long i mean i was kind of hoping for something with a bit more meat to it that you could actually really get stuck in and a lot a bit more that you can actually analyze but then on the other hand i did think that the report was relatively easy to read it wasn't in kind of weird lawyer speak or anything i saw a few people saying that it was which i don't really understand but again a lot of different opinions fly around on ufo twitter so it's um each to their own but me personally i thought it was written in pretty straightforward language everything was bullet pointed everything was sectioned it was really quite easy to get into and digest um so i I read the initial i had an initial read through of it fairly quickly once the report first came out and then kind of you know allowed it to sort of digest for a little bit and then went and read through it again and made a few little notes and things and yeah, I think the big takeaway, me personally, I think that that report was a big win. I had a kind of a bad feeling before the report actually came out that actually it was going to end up being a bit of a brush off, a bit of a, you know, there's a, we found a few things, but most of it's so easily explainable. And there might be a few kind of weird ones that we don't understand, but most of it's just balloons or, you know, whatever. But the impression I got from the report wasn't that at all. It was really... As I was reading down the page, there was a few holy moments, you know, where they've actually specifically mentioned certain things, like there's a mention in there of advanced technology. Um, There's a mention there that we would need to expand our scientific knowledge in in order to be able to fully investigate certain elements of, of some of the cases. And those are huge points. I mean, I think... Obviously, again, some people are going to be disappointed. I think that's just more due to the the expectations that people had built up rather than the actual contents of the report. Because, I mean, I was kind of absolute best-case scenario. It actually referenced something along the lines of 
non-human intelligence or something along the lines of that or off-world craft or something there was no mention of that but the worst case scenario as i say was that it was a brush off and there was definitely no mention of that kind of thing either so what we actually got was i think on the better side of somewhere in the middle because it was very clear to me that the report was taking the topic very seriously and that's a great start i mean this this report was going to be a starting point wasn't it there was no this wasn't going to be the end point this wasn't going to be right okay this is everything you know just dump the entire file of what everything we know about this topic or over the last hundred years there was no way that that was going to happen and if you've really looked into this and you've seen a little bit about what the leaks suggested was going to happen and the insinuations from people in the know there was absolutely no way that it was going to be one of those i mean i even started to feel like i said as though it was going to be a bit of a brush off you know and and it definitely i really don't think that it was a brush off i think it was you know considering it was only nine pages there was so much in there to give hope that if you're interested in this topic that are concerned about this topic or whatever it might be there's definitely some very strong signs that this is going to be looked into further and the report actually mentions that there's the they recommend further investigation they recommend that um to actually to gain results in in certain areas and with a number of the cases you would have to have more staff more funding more time spent on it and and then obviously as a result of this, it, it turns out that that's already being put into place. The, the wheels are already being put into motion. That it's it's now, um, I, f- I forget the exact department that it was um, from from the, the Pentagon, I believe it was. Um, but the, the, the point is, is, is that now it, they have to, any military personnel have to report incidents of UAP within two weeks. And that's an absolutely huge thing to have come out of this. So nothing but positive things to take away from it like i said would have been nice to get a few more pages to read through just because from a totally selfish point of view i would have really enjoyed reading more about this topic because it's been a bit of a build-up but having said that what we actually got i can't complain about too much and i think really what, what we have to bear in mind is that this was always going to lay the foundations for future investigations into the topic if this had been a brush off that would have been the end of it and things would have very much carried on as normal maybe slightly different um but that's definitely not going to be the case from the way that things are looking and remember this is a preliminary report so the very nature of this report is to set up things for going forward and more um, in-depth versions of this report or should I say you know the next report that comes out will be more in-depth and that is where we're going to start to see some some really interesting developments I think because imagine they've they've been able to knock this report together in six months I mean there's, there was a lot of talk over the last over the last six months the 180 days that they've had to prepare this report there's been a lot of talk of it's probably going to be delayed. There's absolutely no chance you could be able to put everything together within six months. And Lou Elizondo's famous comment of, 
it takes longer to remodel a kitchen than, than it does to, to to you know than than it would do to uh, to do this report in six months and you know considering all of that i was i wasn't even sure if we were going to get the report or if it was going to have any details in whatsoever and i think what we got is is like i've said it's a really big win and it's um it's going to be extremely interesting now what happens and we've got a lot to if you're interested in this topic we've got a lot to look forward to now in the coming weeks and the coming months and even the coming years i mean obviously first of all you've got the fact that there's going to be more reports and I, I don't know how that's going to work just yet whether it's going to be 180 days or whether it's going to be in a year's time or, or, or whatever or more frequent updates possibly we'll have to see how all that pans out but on top of that you've also got you, you're going to have the the comments from people such as Lou Elizondo and and the, the all of the people around Lou who were fr previously from within the government who were going to know certain things from insiders and and now that this report is actually out we're going to start seeing little dribs and drabs of things being hinted at in interviews and it's quite clear to me as well that, that Lou and a lot of his associates, without trying to, you know, Lou's obviously kind of the, the figurehead of, of what's going on with, with this um, post-TTSA organisation behind the scenes. Um, and from the impression that I've got, there's there's definitely a specific plan in place to ramp things up at certain points. And you have to think that, this is going to have this. This obviously must be a point that that the ramp up is going to occur. That the reports come out. It's it's been relatively well received amongst enthusiasts in the topic, and it's been extremely well received in the in the media. Most of the headlines that I've been reading in mainstream media outlets has been along the lines of most of these cases are still unexplained and taking things. They haven't. They haven't reported on this as a brush off they've reported on it as oh wow like okay maybe we need to take this even more seriously now and all of the big figures for example eric weinstein recently has been talking about this a lot in the world of academia people are starting to really sit up and take notice of it and all these these high level podcasts now that are talking about it and that their position has, has gone from strength to strength in a way. I mean, they've doubled down on these things. Now they've seen this report, they're going, wow, okay, right, yeah, this is this is really is time to take this seriously. And that's got to be a good thing. Um, if you're really trying to seek the truth in this matter, uh, the problem is, again, I've talked about this a lot and, and I mentioned it in a couple of my previous podcasts, but there's a lot of people in the UFO world who think they already know the answers. And actually, I don't think any of them really, really do. I mean, there may be people who have been able to see certain videos, certain information, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think nobody really, I don't, I don't think anybody knows the, the full picture. And a lot of these people, especially kind of old school um, ufologists, don't get me wrong there are there are a lot of fantastic old school ufologists out there but there's there's definitely some people who who claim to know a lot more than they do and, and a lot of it doesn't really add up and you know for those people who have been trying to push a certain narrative especially in order to sell books and tickets to appearances and things for years and years they might not really like some of the recent developments you know possibly even for that reason 
But if you're actually just trying to get to the truth of the matter as to, to dig in to see actual evidence and figure out what is going on with this, you know, obviously fascinating topic, this is, you know, it's kind of got to be a, a step forward, really, a step in the right direction. And I really think as well that I see a lot. I mean, I've been interested in this topic for years and years, never really kind of had much to grab onto. Every time I tried to look into it and research it, I came up against certain dead ends and, you know, you're watching a documentary and then it all of a sudden it goes all kind of ancient aliens on you. And, and I, I still watch things like ancient aliens because they're entertaining, they're fun. But it's very different to really scientifically trying to get to the bottom of something which is extremely serious topic. I mean, we're talking about something that is the very nature of our existence and our reality. I mean, I'm all for a bit of sci-fi. But when you're talking about let's actually figure out what's really happening, what you know, this 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 could be completely. It, it could change the course of humanity. It could change the course of human consciousness forever. It could be the biggest discovery of of all time. And when I'm really trying to get to the bottom of things like that, what I don't want is that ancient aliens. Could it be that blah blah blah? I don't want to hear could it be's. I want to see actual evidence and and really get to the bottom of stuff. And I think one of the issues with the UFO world, uh, the enthusiasts, is, again, I've heard this mentioned on some podcasts recently, where when you're into, uh, yeah, this is Andy from That UFO Podcast Analogy, which is a fantastic way to put it, one of my favourite podcasts, um, it, it is if you, when you're into a band, and that band's kind of cool and, and playing small clubs and you see it as kind of your thing. And then when the band, you know, makes it big and sells out arenas, they don't feel as personal to you anymore. And there is going to be that with this topic. I haven't really been part of the UFO Twitter scene, um, but I've been fascinated by the topic since being a kid. But like I said, always kind of ran into dead ends where there wasn't really that much evidence and you had to kind of go off he said, she said type of stories and things. And, you know, it's, it's great entertainment, but it's a bit tough. The diff difference recently has been these high-density, high data-driven cases where you're talking about various different data sources. You're talking about multiple very high, highly credible witnesses. You, you know, these are the things that have that have helped to push this thing and this topic into, into the mainstream. And I think there is the danger of people in the UFO scene, as it were, to to be a bit wary of people who are coming on board, you know, at this point and blah, blah. But we've got to remember, this is going to be going on for years to come. It's not going to be like all of a sudden in six months' time, everything's on the table. This is still going to be going on for years to come. And the the interest from the mainstream will probably dip and then it'll go back up again and it'll dip and go back up again and we have to be careful i say we and this is the point is that i hear i see a lot on on ufo twitter and things like that people talk about we are the movement for blah, blah blah and what they mean by that is we the ufo scene but we have to remember this is if this is a real thing which a lot of people believe that it is and 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 I'm certainly starting to go even further down that 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 path of of believing that this is this is a real thing and and does involve um, non-human intelligences whatever it might be. 
we have to see it as we, the human race, need to get to the bottom of this. Not we, UFO Twitter. Not we, the cool gang. But this is something that affects all humans. And that's something we have to bear in mind. When I say we, I mean we as humans. Because this is a massive, hugely important topic. And we can't let infighting and squabbling on Twitter about, you know, this, that and the other. You know, I th- I th- we have to kind of draw a line and go, the stories are great. The, the, the entertainment side of it is great. But let's let's focus on the here and now. We've got now these these high, highly data-dense cases with multiple witnesses. And these are the things that have pushed this topic to where it is right now compared to where it was four years ago pulled a lot of people who had a mild interest really deeply into the topic pulled a lot of people who had no interest into the fringes of the topic and if we want to keep getting more people involved and make this thing keep growing we have to remember that 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 is the reason that people are interested is because of these new cases which are much more compelling than anything that's ever been uh, allowed to come out into the public eye before we've got these numbers of people who were previously involved in the pentagon and intelligence services and the military that have coming out and all of them saying the same things and these are the reasons that this stuff's so compelling and we have to remember that if this report gets acted upon which we hope that it will there's going to be more of that there's going to be even more data dense cases there's going to be even more credible witnesses and that is the thing to keep hold of that this report is taking us down that path and that is something that's massive for the human race. Um, even if the, the the whole there's still the possibility that this could be a lot of anomalous anomalous data. It could be a lot of coincidences, things like that. And if it is, that could be massive for the human race. Whatever comes out of this topic, we need to know about it if we're able to move forward as a human race. So hopefully, we get one step closer to that outcome from off the back of this report so i'm going to leave it there little update as i say i need to go and eat my tea i normally don't do a podcast on a uh, saturday evening so i've had to squeeze this one in there i'm pretty hungry so <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see you guys in the next episode hope you enjoyed this one don't forget i'm on twitter at ufo thinker if you want to give me a shout there a few people have been getting in touch recently about various things in the podcast always great to hear from people so hope you've enjoyed this little update and i'll see you guys in the next one you are podcast